This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to another edition of the Betting Weekly Podcast, brought to you by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm your host, Harry Simiu, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined by the brilliant Jack Wright and Ruri Barlow to look ahead to this week's Champions League fixtures. Let's check in with the guys first. Uh, Jack, how are you, sir? I'm really well, thanks, Harry. Probably not as good as you, but... um... (laughs) You know, I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. And great to be on the Champions League show. It's been a great weekend from <laughs> my perspective, but I do feel a little bit worse for wear today. But I think it's that buzz that's getting me through it, uh, which sure is, it is always nice. Uh, Rory, how are you? How was your weekend, mate? Yeah, it was really good fun. Thanks. Um, I'm doing pretty well. It was, uh, it was a really good weekend in La Liga. So I was sat parked in front of an eight goal thriller. Um, on Saturday evening, then Karim Benzema missed the penalty, which means that we might go into El Clasico with both Real Madrid and Barcelona level, which for, for me is um, adrenaline, peak <laughs> adrenaline. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Nice. Um, let's dive into it then, and let's start uh, with you, Jack. Um, hmm. You've got three picks each, and uh, we'll start with Jack's first one, which involves Liverpool, who take on Rangers. Now, Liverpool, with another stutter in the Premier League this weekend. What have you got for us on this one? Uh, exactly right, yeah. Um, well, the bet itself is both seem to score and I was surprised to see that at um, plus money, plus 104, we can get on board here. Um, and I assume it's probably down to the fact that obviously Rangers have got off to a really bad start in the Champions League. They've, they've, on the receiving end of a couple of drubbins, not scored. Um, but I'm just looking at this Liverpool side and I think like probably many other people, I was looking at possibly a, a bit of a reset. They kind of got to the international break. That kind of, as you said, stuttered their way through it, um, suffered some bad results, suffered a lot of bad performance, inconsistencies, certainly not the Liverpool that we've kind of come to know and expect over the last two or three seasons. And uh, we thought, right, there's the international break. Uh, a couple of their main players didn't get a lot of game time. So, yeah, we can go in and uh, and, and probably see them back to back to their best. Brighton at home at the weekend. Do you think that's a fairly nice fixture? Obviously, Graham Potter's then moved on, so they're now under new management as well and uh, going through a bit of a transition, obviously, as they get used to potential new styles and setups and systems. You think, well, this is a good this is a good game for, for Liverpool to go and uh, kind of assert their dominance, especially then ahead of this massive battle of Britain, as I'm sure it's billed as uh, for this, this week. Um, but then we got more of the same and, and, and shock horror, Brighton take the lead and then go two up in like 17 minutes. And you think, wow, what is what is happening? Anfield seemed a little bit quiet, seemed a little bit subdued. 
um, it's as if to say they realise where they're at at the moment and they're looking at other sides in the in the league and they're just nowhere near up to that level at this, this moment in time. Um, two clean sheets in 13 now for Liverpool and defensively just aren't looking anywhere near what, what they were. And obviously going into this competition, you know, we got on board with Napoli uh, in, in match day one and wow, they just completely ripped through, didn't they? They just ripped through Liverpool, knife through butter. All those sayings were, were, were apt for that particular game and it could have been a lot worse than what it was. Just looked all over the place. Yes, they're strong at home. Um, we've seen them strong at home in, in, in Europe. But um, it's just, I, I think this game's got, I'm not saying they're not going to win this game, um, but as far as Rangers are concerned, it's a little bit of a, say, a shot to nothing, I think, to a certain extent. They're going to love going there. The fans are going to love being there. They've got that opportunity to potentially um, kind of cause an upset. But um, we'll give it a go. And I think, you know, there's a good chance that they can certainly get on the score sheet, which is the main thing, obviously, as far as the bet's concerned. Confidence boost uh, at the weekend, uh, a 4-0 win away from home. So obviously in decent goal scoring form, they've got a striker that's in good goal scoring form as well. Um, 11 of the last 13 Liverpool games have seen goals in both halves. So there's just goals flowing in, in their games at the moment. Um, and 8 out of 10 this season, Liverpool games have seen both teams to score. So the only ones that haven't been were Everton and Bournemouth. Um, games for kind of obvious reasons and such that there weren't. But generally speaking, they're open, they're entertaining. And I expect this one to be much the same. And, and I can just see some goals, plenty of goals at both ends. Plus 104, nice odds. Yeah, very nice odds indeed. Uh, Rui, let's come to you, mate, for the next one. Uh, involves a La Liga club. Of course, La Liga being your speciality. Sevilla take on Dortmund. Yeah, I'm very much sticking in my wheelhouse here. And this is, as much for Dortmund, they have a lot of quality and there's a lot to like about this Dortmund side, particularly Jude Bellingham, who right now I can't get enough of. I'm going Dortmund to win plus 1-5-0. And I think that's mainly because Sevilla are desperate right now. They are one of the worst sides in La Liga. They sit one point above the relegation zone in Spain. They've won one match and, and they picked up another draw. Against Copenhagen, they picked up a nil-nil draw away from home, but that was not a result or a performance that gave you any confidence in this Sevilla side. So I look at it, I look at Sevilla, who were beaten 2-0 by Atleti, Atletico Madrid in the, at the weekend, and they were equally poor. The um, fans at the Ramon sanchez Pizjuan were whistling, they were screaming at the board to resign. And the manager's days are, quite frankly, numbered. There's rumours that he's already been told that he's going to be sacked, that it could be Thursday after the Champions League that he gets the boot finally. And the new manager, I think it'll be Jorge Sampaoli, comes in. So I think, yeah, Yuri Nopotegi knows his number's up. That's kind of more or less been settled. There's very little motivation for the Sevilla side to to go into this game other than to perhaps give Lopetegui that one final send-off. So... Yeah, I look at this, Dortmund are in better form. Their Champions League form, I think, has been a little bit... I I felt for them a bit in that Manchester City defeat because, I mean, it was Erling Haaland brilliance. The cross from Cancelo was obscene. It was ridiculous. And then John Stones also bulleting one in from outside the box. It's just not not things you count on if you're the Dortmund manager. So, So, yeah, I think this Dortmund side has more than enough quality to cause severe problems. They're without a couple of defenders as well, so it will likely be... Jose Angel Carmona and Kike Salas, who are just coming into the side this season. They're pretty inexperienced, to be perfectly honest. So, yeah, I 
look at this plus 150 and I think it's a pretty simple bet for me to be honest certainly sounds tempting no question about that uh, let's come back to you Jack uh, you referenced Napoli in uh, in your uh, speech I guess about Liverpool uh, versus Rangers mm. Napoli are taking on Ajax they're away at Ajax but you've got a pick for us in this one too yeah, yeah. I uh, These are two sides that I've loved watching over the last couple of seasons. And um, I expect this game, to be fair, if I could pick a game to watch, it probably would be this one because it's uh, got the, the makings of being an entertaining one. But I'm actually going to side with Napoli here, um, getting them on a plus handicap, which given their current form seems a little bit of a, 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 a nice opportunity for me. Too good to turn down for sure. Um, plus a um, quarter of a goal. Um, at minus one one four, so we can get them on board at that. Um, again, wouldn't put anyone off going just on a, on a sort of tie no bet situation, but I think it's nice to get that little bit of bit of um, plus uh, handicap on side. Ajax are obviously flying under new management at the start of the season, reeled off seven straight wins to start that campaign um, after a defeat in the Super Cup to start with, but we'll gloss over that. So a, a fantastic start until they lost to Liverpool um, on match day two um, and then suffered a defeat and then a draw in, in domestic action as well. So three now games um, without a win. Um, which is kind of, I suppose, unheard of for Ajax over the last uh, couple of seasons. So it'll be interesting to see how they come back from that in this one. But um, you don't want to be playing Napoli at the moment, I don't think for sure. Um, going in into this game, um, Alfred Schroeder has said that there's no reason to be nervous. Um, I might disagree with him, um, but he's being bullish, certainly, in his, in his, um, in his sentiments. Um They've not got a great track record. We're obviously now getting to that exciting stage of the of the group stages. We're kind of getting like where everyone's now played each other once. So we kind of get a bit of an idea where the shakeup is. They've not got a good track record of getting out of the group stages in the Champions League, failing to do so in seven of their last nine campaigns. So and so this Napoli side at the moment is on absolute fire. Um, it's probably the one of the informed sides in Europe. So exciting to watch. So much talent in forward areas, ability to rotate as and when needed, uh, and, and cover for injuries that have suffered a little bit as well. But I've said got some real exciting talent in forward areas. Um, they've won eight, drawn two in all competitions um, this season. So uh, exceptional stuff. Destroyed Liverpool. Was uh, as a, uh, If you're not a Liverpool fan, it was a joy to watch how they performed and how they played. Uh, I'll try and be uh, diplomatic as I can on that one. Um, and, and, and obviously then got a very good win at Rangers, 3-0 as well. So two brilliant wins in this competition. So uh, top on the table in style. They're averaging 2.4 goals away from home this season. And when to say that they've um, not had it easy either, they've played some tough fixtures. That Rangers one, of course, in there, but they've gone to Lazio and they've gone to AC Milan in Serie A and won those games um, 2-1. So confidence couldn't be any higher. They're going to this Ajax side that I think a little bit of a, say a little bit of a, a sort of transitional period at this moment in time uh, and how they respond to those. So happy to take Napoli on a plus handicap in the form they're in at the moment. Looks good. Brilliant. Uh, let's come back to Ruri for Benfica against Paris Saint-Germain. For what it's worth, I did also look at that Napoli game and I thought <laughs> Napoli were certainly something I considered. PSG against Benfica, minus one for one PSG to win. Straight up, simple, this bet. And yeah, okay. Benfica, I looked at it and they've been in good form this season. They've been very solid. They've only conceded four goals in the 12 games that they played this season. 
you look at their Champions League form, pretty comfortable against Maccabi Haifa. I mean, how much you can take from that, you don't know. Went to Juve, won. And while that is a very good result, I, I thought they were pretty impressive in that. And I think they will give PSG a game here. I don't think it will be all one-way traffic. That Juve game was against the Juve side that was in dreadful form. It's They're in the worst form they've been in for, since they came back up from City B, quite, quite frankly. So this is, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how much to really take from that defeat of Juventus. And then I look at PSG, won 10 out of 11. They themselves can consider um, themselves to be one of the form teams in Europe. And quite simply, again, you've got Neymar and Mbappe. Both are in good form, but Messi is as good as we've seen him for three, four years. And as somebody who's watched him closely for all of his mm-hmm. career until he went to PSG, it's... He's really firing, and it, you look at the way he played for Argentina. He sort of just came on and strolled two goals in his uh, last game against Jamaica for PSG. He's notching assists like there's no tomorrow. I think when you have Messi in that form, he himself is enough of a reason to back a team because he will get you out of a hole if you're in one. So I think if you have him, it's not like we're talking about a Barcelona of the last kind of couple of years towards his end of end of his spell there. You have him combined with Messi and Neymar. I think, although there's been rumours about kind of splits and discontent, Christophe Galtier has come in and he's got he's got sort of a firm hand and he's not putting up with any of the antics. And certainly so far, it seems to be working. So yeah, I'm going to back PSG minus one for one to win this game. And uh, yeah, do you really need too much more of a reason than Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe? <laughs> Perfectly put. Uh, perfectly put. Um, Jack, I'll come back to you because when I think of Champions League football, I think of these glamour ties, right? That's what Champions League football is all about. And there are very few bigger in terms of names than this next game we're going to talk about. Inter against Barcelona. I mean, two of Europe's greats. What are you expecting from this one? Well, you've built it up really nicely there, Harry. For me to then go and go, I'm going Probably for going under goal. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going on the unders on this. Uh, under under three. I went a little bit safer. Initially, I was thinking, oh, can I get under two and a half goals here? And um, and you can. Uh, but you can actually get under three at a, a backable price, minus 127. So it gives us a little bit of security um, if, if um, well, so the talent that's on, on the field is going to, you know, can come off. We know it can. Um, this is a crucial double header for me. Uh, and obviously, it's, it's the first of those it's effectively in this group um obviously we've got Bayern Munich in the group who have already beaten Barcelona and already beaten Inter Milan they're effectively over the hill and far away I think already to be fair obviously they take on Pilsen tonight I'm sorry on Tuesday uh at home and then the reverse fixture so you'd be stunned if they don't pick up six points from that so that's them kind of done this for me now is a little bit like uh, a knockout stage. It's a kind of home, home leg away leg situation, obviously back to back games. And um, so both been beaten by Bayern, both beaten Pilsen. So it's now over to you guys, see what's going to happen. Um, enter a big plus money, um, which is interesting being, being at home, of course. Uh, and um, couldn't be back in Barcelona uh, at the odds that they are odds, very much odds on. Um, Inter come into this one, having lost back-to-back in Syria as well. They're now eight points off the pace there. Um, things aren't looking right at all, to say the least. Uh, they've now lost four of the last six in all competitions as well. So 
Um, the only victories they've had were, were that one over Pilsen and also against Torino. So, again, it's, it's this Barcelona side at this moment in time. And Rory's obviously got a far, far better intel on Barcelona than myself. But I hope he'd agree that they're looking very impressive at this moment in time. Uh, you know, when Xavi came in, I was not quite sure how that was going to pan out. Was it going to be that kind of free-flowing football? Um, obviously signed Lewandowski this summer, finally. And you were like, well, obviously they bought goals. They're going to score goals. They're going to dominate games. They're going to go and you know take teams apart. But the one thing that's really impressed me is how tight they've gone defensively. Just conceded one goal in, in La Liga so far this season. Um, and that was early on. I think it was in the second game week against Real Sociedad um, and won that very, very handsomely. So uh, it wasn't a massive problem conceding that goal. Um, they're just five straight clean sheets on the trot now in La Liga after the weekend, one one nil at the weekend. So again, kind of ground that out. And I could see a similar pattern here. I think Xavi will definitely want to go... Um, to Italy and and not lose and want to kind of make sure that they don't give in the initiative of getting that those three points in this one and then being able to kind of sit in deep at, at the camp now and 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 basically kind of take the advantage in the group so I think this is such a pivotal game that they will see it as more like I said, a two-legged away game um, and uh, they went to Bayern. They only lost 2-0, so not the worst result there. You know, <laughs> you go to Bayern, you can get taken apart quite easily. So, again, I think that was a little bit of a testament that their defence is on 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 point at the moment. Um, interesting that Xavi's unbeaten in 18 La Liga away games, um, which I think is is like up there as a record. Uh, and um, But also be conscious that he would be the first um, Barcelona manager to, lo- to lose his first two UEFA Champions League games if they were to get beaten here. So I don't think he won that on his record either. So I think it's going to be tight. It's going to be cagey, even though we have got lights of, say, Lewandowski on, on, the, on the field, which uh, always is a, a, an alarm bell ringer for an unders bet. But under three, I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, only one of um, Inter's last seven in this com- competition has seen both teams score. So it's got all the elements of being a tight and cagey one, so I'm happy with the under under three goals at minus one twenty seven. Just before we move on to Ruri's final game, do you, do you kind of agree with that assessment of Barcelona? Do you think that Jack's gone down the right route here, being a La Liga man? Yeah, I'm not going to tear tear Jack's pick apart. Uh, no, I think he's um, on the money. I think uh, with Barcelona, there's, there's two factors in this game that work in Jack's favour, and there's one that works against. So there's Romelu Lukaku is going to be out for this match. That's a massive blow for Inter. And it means that they're probably lacking a bit of goal-scoring threat. I know Lautaro Martinez is good, but he works so much better when he's got Lukaku mm. next to him. Marcelo Brozovic is also likely to miss this game. The one thing that works against kind of the, the unders is the fact that Barcelona don't really have a right-back. So Sergio Roberto is just recovering from injury. He's not really had a regular run of form in about a year, to be honest, just because of injury and, and whatnot. He sort of played his first 20 minutes back from another injury at the weekend, but whether Xavi trusts him from the start, don't know. Um, he had Alejandro Balde, who's a very young sort of left back playing on the wrong side at the weekend. And yeah, they kind of ground out that win. I think Lewandowski, as you say, is there's always just the threat that he hits a bit of form. Usman Dembele, similarly, if Inter do end up going for the game in the last 20 minutes, then that's where you might 
Jack might uh, be a bit warm, a bit hot, hot under the collar. <laughs> but yeah. as, as he says, there's more to lose from this game than there is to win. So both managers, I think, will play with a handbrake on, at least initially, and that should work in Jack's favour. Brilliant. Uh, let's come on then to your final game at Salzburg against Dinamo Zagreb. Yeah, this is not quite the glamour tie that you uh, built up into Barcelona to be, <laughs> but I think there can be some some value in it. Salzburg to win at minus 148 at home is the bet that I like. Dinamo at home at Maximir, we saw them beat Chelsea. I think they're a very different proposition home and away, especially in Europe. And they played quite well against Chelsea, and I think they were decent enough against Milan away from home, but they were dealt with quite comfortably in the end. Milan always sort of had a little bit too much for them. Salzburg, on, from their point of view, they're not quite firing in the Austrian Bundesliga just yet. I think they've, they've not been scoring masses of goals in recent games. In the Champions League, we've seen them uh, draw against Milan and draw against Chelsea, which I think tells you that they can compete at the top level. They can compete with these two teams, um, Milan and Chelsea, that is. And they probably have enough quality to say that they maybe have a little bit of an edge over Zagreb at home as well. And then you factor in the fact that you've got Benjamin Sesco, who was wanted by everyone, I think, in, in the summer window. He scored an insane goal in the international break as well. Noah Okafor, who's the Swiss striker, he starts up front for them. I really like him. He's very pacey, he likes to get in behind. So I back them to just have enough. Because I think if you look at this game from a Salzburg point of view, this is the one fixture that they have to win. If they can get six points from these two games against Zagreb as well, then they come into the Chelsea and Milan, the two fixtures on the other side, with eight points, and they're not—they're a result essentially of going through. So I think Salzburg will be very keen to win this one. Matthias Jesla is the manager there. He's a sort of young German um, central defender. He used to play for Hoffenheim, and I—I I really like him as a coach. I think he's really screwed on. Mentioned in the same kind of breadth of Nagelsmann in terms of being very young, being very switched mm. on, and very good at his job. So I think. Yeah, it's Salzburg are one of those teams where they play in a league that the Champions League is really the measure of their season. This is as big as it gets for them, and I expect them to deliver it on the occasion. So minus one for eight, Salzburg to beat Dinamo Zagreb at home. That is my third and final pick. Brilliant stuff. Thank you so, so much, guys. And thank you to you uh, for tuning in, whether you're listening to us or watching us. Make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you leave a like on the video if you're watching us via YouTube. And be sure to follow the guys whose social handles are in the description below. You can also follow us at Because We Win, the handle looked after by all of our handicappers right across the leagues. And there'll be some pre-match, in-game, all sorts of content coming up. Uh, on that handle as well. So make sure you're following us there too. We'll be back very, very soon with more. Until next time, take care, keep cashing those tickets and enjoy the Champions League. All the best. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.